and there I've gone and ruined it without my bucket of comfort and security. I mean, I'm up too late. It's 12.30. I was starting to readjust my schedule. Hopefully it's not too bad, but I wanted a few to put a few thoughts down um, of some kind. <laughs> I love video games um, of many different kinds. I, I, I finished Black Mesa recently, which was a, a rebuild of the original Half-Life game. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I, I can't really, well, I mean, I guess I enjoy those games for the same reason everybody does. They're, uh, uh, a fast paced, um, challenging game. They have interesting worlds to view, um, and then interesting conundrums to solve essentially. Although to call them conundrums to solve is to be a little elevating about the problems, um, there are a few puzzles in them, but most of the puzzles are relatively simple. Carry the handle over to where the handle is needed, put it in place, turn handle. I mean, that, that kind of is a thing. Most of the time it's like, how do I shoot this thing properly? And how am I, why am I dying over and over again? What am I doing wrong? Uh, and I admit, I, I, I looked at a couple of videos, um, of walkthroughs, and almost every time, it was either one of two answers. I was right, but my timing was wrong. Actually, one of three answers. I was right, but my timing was wrong. I was right, but I had um, weakened myself so much I couldn't survive the onslaught of that particular puzzle. Or um, it was completely obvious and I just completely missed it. Usually a path. Yeah, there were a couple of them where it was just, I have to avoid this thing long enough for it to smash through something, and then I can go. And I was just being dumb about it. But I finished it. And I, I don't often finish video games. I, I don't often get the chance to, to focus on them. I find that it's usually when I'm technically on vacation, and I have a day of work today, uh, it's usually when I'm... I'm uh, um, uh, there's a bunch of things I should be doing, and I just need to retreat for a while. Um, so I think there's something about them not being intellectual challenges that I do really appreciate. Something a, a very visceral um, challenge. But as is my usual pattern with a lot of things, when I finish something, I want to immediately start the next thing. Um, I apply this mostly to books, be, and especially because... I really want to be reading more often, uh, and I'm I'm not reading anywhere near where I'd like to be reading. Uh, too many things are distracting me. I literally have enough screens now to light up NASA, and I have every single one of them fiddled with something. Um, but I did decide to, to load up a new game. There was a sale on, uh, I think it was a Black Friday sale, or one of the many, many Steam sales. And... Um, I bought a couple of games, only one of which I've actually started. Um, I have Horizon uh, uh, Zero Dawn. I'm going to play that one. I think that's going to be fun. I have Fallout 4. I don't know if I'll ever start that one. <laughs> it was cheap enough that I don't regret buying it, but I just know that I'm not going to have the focus time. I need to play a game like that. There's just I'm, I've never finished a Fallout game, and I've had... Three of them, I think, at this point. I have Fallout, Fallout 2, and Fallout New Vegas. Maybe that is Fallout 2. 
I think I might have Fallout 3 as well. Um, different different platforms this is the first one I have on PC. Um, and I just never finished them. I have I have all the uh, most of the Dragon Age games. I'm not sure if I have them all. I've, I did finish the first one, to be honest. I think I did that when I was on vacation, and I literally was just plowing through it. But the game I chose to play is one I've actually played before, kind of like Black Mesa. I played Half-Life the first time, although I don't think I actually ever won, ever beat the game. I do have Half-Life 2, and I did beat that game. But this is the updated version of the Stanley Parable, uh, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. And this is an extraordinary, unusual game, um, which isn't a game. That's the weirdest thing about it. It isn't a game at all. Uh, it would be fair to call it a walking simulator. But the whole thing is essentially a parody of the idea of video games at all. It's also kind of an existential journey into what reality is. Uh, is reality deterministic? Uh, because video games are deterministic. So is life more like a video game, the parable of Stanley? Or is it not that way somehow? And how do you slip out of that argument? It's also absurdist humor. Uh, it is one of the best written games ever because there's a, there's a character of the narrator who is there constantly and what they have done, which is amazing is they have modeled so many possible things a character can do, a player can do through their character. The character can't really do anything at all. Um, the character has almost no ability has agency only to move but even then, that's taken away most of the time as well. Again, it questions the very notion of a, of a video game. And even inaction is an action. So if you don't do something, there is most likely going to be some response from the narrator questioning what you're doing, cajoling what you're doing, maybe even changing the environment around you to try to find you something else to do. Um, it is remarkable because it is a mind game. It is a game about about how what what do I do differently? How can I do something differently? And in many ways, it's a game again about going against what you are expected to do or what the obvious expectation of what you're supposed to do, which is therefore the expectation they wanted they expected you to do. It's really mind trippy. It is a it is a divisive game, I think, because if you're expecting it to be a game then you are very disappointed. The It is not a game. It is some sort of interactive art exhibit, I think is the best way to describe it. Again, you don't do anything. You, you, you don't, you don't make, well, you, you make choices, but all the choices are laid out before you, except you don't know what they are. So there's a bit of exploration in terms of how, how do you defy the narrator? How do you, how do you do the unexpected thing? which is, of course, already expected. It's beautiful. But, <laughs> here's the biggest but. There is no real winning the game. There are multiple endings that they have in the game. Um, the endings are not what you would expect. And you have no idea how long it takes to get to any particular ending. 
you have no idea if you're progressing toward a particular ending, although I'm sure that people have written entire guides. In fact, I think I remember seeing them. Entire guides on how you can achieve the different endings. Um, and I believe they're all deterministic. I don't think there's any probabilistic endings so that you don't have any variables and therefore, you know, you don't have a wide possible range of, of, of endings. But it is... It is stupendous um, because it is all about it is all about doing the making the unexpected choice. In too many video games, you have even less choices than this one. In many ways, there is the widgets to do. I, I would actually go back to Black Mesa as as a counterexample, um, because in Black Mesa, there are very there. I actually think there are no choices other than how much you spray bullets. And how fast you deplete your ammo. And really, that's a choice not to do something. That's a choice to to conserve your ammo, which is the same resource um, economy decision-making that you make in a lot of games. And it actually is a pretty punishing thing. Uh, I don't know how many games I've ended with a dozen or more or whatever health potions, special items, Things that I only had one of and I never used because it never, nothing ever seemed quite so dire as that. Or I would just brute force my way through whatever I was doing without using any of the subtle options. Now, games like Baldur's Gate 3, I suspect, from what I've heard, are much more broadly specced. There's a sort of, I, I suspect it's more like a role-playing game in that, or one of the design styles for a role-playing game, in that you don't design a puzzle with one solution. You design a puzzle, you make sure there is a solution, but then you listen to all the myriad things your players can do. And if any of those things sound interesting and they're able to achieve them, usually there's some randomizer or some resource expenditure that, that that, that creates a solution, then they solve the problem in their own way. And I've even extended this semi-consciously to the idea that my world is malleable. Uh, the, the you know the system of the gods, the the in my fantasy RPG world, my fifth ed D and D game, um, the the history, the actions, everything become is malleable until we set it in stone. Sometimes I'm the one setting in stone. I need to. I want to have a certain amount of mythology built out and structures, but I try not to do that too much because I really like to follow what my players are doing. And at that point, they may define something either by their action or inaction, um, either directly or indirectly. And that's what it becomes. So that flexibility is there. But the the Stanley Parable, um, I, I hummed and hawed. I bought the original game. I really enjoyed it. I, f- I achieved multiple endings. And I was concerned because is this game different? Which this game is also extraordinarily meta, at least in the universe of the game, the narrator's universe of the game. And that is one of the things they directly apply is how do we make this game different? Um, Because the game isn't different when you first start, at least it doesn't seem any differently, any different. Um, you get all the expected actions based on previous playthroughs. 
they're not expected from the perspective of when you're playing the game because it goes in bizarre directions. Um, but the, the, the question of what makes the game different is an entire level that you can discover in the game. And as soon as you've discovered that level in the game, the game changes. I, it is, it is remarkable in that way. Um, I don't know if it's possible to think about, it probably is possible to think about it in terms of, of typical game design, in terms of levels, in terms of all of that stuff. It probably does break down into that. And again, I've seen the wikis where they, they go, this is how you get the ending. Um, but it, it, it's, it's remarkable. Um. Even the way this game starts, which is, I think this part is new. It starts by presenting you with a clock and says, set the clock. So I set the clock and then I set, I I don't know, I didn't set the date. It was just the clock. Next time around the game, I set the clock again and I get a black screen. That's weird. And the narrator comes in and says, thank you for setting the clock. You've set the clock every time you started the game. That's remarkable. That's uncommon. And that's the sort of meta stuff that suddenly starts to happen. It is remarkable. Um, I can't say enough about it. But again, it's not for everyone. Anybody expecting it to be a game is wrong. But anybody expecting it to be a sort of tug of war, an interactive art exhibit, uh, a, a story of sorts, but it's not the story you think it is, it's not about Stanley, sort of. Um, anybody expecting something is is maybe maybe deceived, and you may like that. I don't know. Anyway, it's captivated my attention as many things have. That is a problem. I have uh, an earworm running through my head that I'm trying not to think of because if I think of it, it'll go back through my head again. Uh, I played. I didn't mean to play an hour of this game, but I did. Oh, that's what I was trying to say. There is no ending <laughs> most of the time. Most of the time, the game loops around and you start over again. Something's probably changed uh, often. It's fun. Um, but there's no save points at all. You simply start the game again when you come back to it. Now, I don't know now because I've made, I've, I've kind of reached a very significant point. I don't know now if it starts from that significant point or not. I know that I can loop back around. I think I can loop back around to get back into another version of the game. But it's hard to explain. And I feel like it's almost as confusing to try to explain it. And it's not really that confusing, but I'm also avoiding certain direct descriptions of what happens simply because I believe those are the most fun to discover on your own. But yeah, I've been wondering out loud. I marked the encaffeinated one. <sighs> I've been trying to take vacation and just feels like there's too many things to do to take vacation. And so I'm, I'm very slowly getting right back into the work mode and it's annoying the crap out of me. I just wanted a few days when I didn't have to think about anything. Oh, well, did I have a choice in the matter? I really need a bucket of comfort and solitude or whatever it's called. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Do I have a choice?